0: Look at us now, tip
1: to tip. This is our life. This is our passion. That's the spirit we bring
0: to this show. I'm Luke Thomas. I'm Brian Campbell. This is Morning Combat. It's the 2nd of June, and we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Morning Combat. Hello, everyone. My name is Luke Thomas. I'm one half of your hosting duo from CBS Sports, my CBS Sports brethren. On the other side of the screen, the King of Connecticut next to Apathy, uh, which makes me self-titled the one and only BC, Brian Campbell. What's up, player? Yes, Luke,
1: he may be apathy. I'm more melancholy, though, without the infinite sadness. So, uh, Luke, uh, happy to be here. Hump day. No J Wednesday. But, uh, you know, today it starts, Luke. Okay? You know what I'm saying? It starts. All right? yeah South Beach. We, we come, leave. We coming. We coming. Okay. Okay.
0: We, we leave on a metal bird today, uh, right after the show, we head to Miami to go watch the pro wrestling of boxing, right?
1: The the sloppy is Super Bowl we could find, Luke, okay? This ain't just gas station hot dogs. This is, uh, you know, with, with gourmet toppings on it. So we're going to check it out, Luke. I'm excited later data to step out uh, the front door of the plane like a ghost into the fog where no one notices the contrast of white on white and put my foot down in miami and uh, You know start this okay mk doc cameras live stream shows Celebrity crossovers. Uh, this will be the biggest week Luke in the history of morning combat whether you're signed in for it Emotionally or not and to prepare Luke. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've got more artificial hair dye uh, on my face and head than a uh, Ken doll right now just because uh You know, I I want it to fit in down there on South Beach, Luke, okay? I look like an adult coloring book. Did did it take off 10 to 15 years?
0: You look tan. You look tan. You look nice. Your beard still looks like, you know, you're transitioning from female to male, but otherwise, it's all right. (laughs) Wow.
1: You know, that's as good of an insult, and, and I, I mean that one hurt that, there's pain involved in receiving that, but uh well, well, played, you know just I love you.
0: you know I you yeah. know I love you, you know I love yeah. you. Uh, yeah, man, I'm excited listen, here's the thing. Here's the only part where I'm struggling BC maybe you can help me. I told you last week I had a, call, a conversation with my wife about it. Listen, man, I'm going to Miami in June. I get to go hang out at the Versace mansion tomorrow. We, you and I are hosting a red carpet special for Showtime there. Then you, me, and Brendan are hosting the fucking weigh-ins on Wednesday. We get to chill, maybe do a little extra work on Saturday. We're right going to be in. doing room right service in. diaries. Like, dude, what can I complain about? Nothing. Here's where I'm struggling. I'm excited for the opportunity for what it means for this show. We're doing big boy shit this week. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm excited. But I'd be lying if I was said I was like super pumped about the mystery of the fight. That's where, that's where I'm a little bit lost. I think that's fair.
1: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. They're going to have to prove to you, Luke, since you ain't paying for this shit. They're paying you to watch it. Uh, they're going to have to prove to you that this can be an entertaining spectacle. Really,
0: right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, here's the other part, though. I will say, BC, I was thinking about this, too. I thought Mayweather McGregor was probably going to suck, and it was a silly fight. But it didn't suck. To say it would suck would be wrong. It was fun. It, no, no. Um, in the m-
1: fight, it was fun. In the fight, it felt real for a little bit because Connor was like kind of overachieving. Like there were there were moments there.
0: Yes, and uh, as Max Kellerman said, that fight was as good of a version of itself as it could have been. Agreed. And then I thought Floyd versus Tension was going to be terrible. Naskawa and. <laughs> Floyd just kind of stomped on him, which made it entertaining. So I've been wrong the first two times Floyd's done something like this. So I'm not going to declare it will be bad. I just want to be honest. I think there's a lot of fight fans who feel the way I do, just being fair, who are like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand what it's all about. And so we'll see what happens this week. Maybe they can get pulled in. Maybe I can learn something new. We'll see.
1: What a wild week, though, Luke. Okay. I mean, Tito Ortiz steps down. Um... Um, Jim Lampley's going to call fights on Triller. I mean, this is, a, this is a wild week for combat sports, so it kind of fits in perfectly to all things Mayweather, Paul, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern only on Showtime Pay-Per-View. Was that a good enough promo? Do I get the, do I get the check now?
0: I think you get the check now. Real quickly, let's remind everyone, thumbs up on this. Hit subscribe if you're a new subscriber. Of course, I haven't pushed them that hard this month, but certainly if you are new, welcome. We do this usually three times a week. Um, we'll have a whole lot of stuff planned for you guys this week in Miami. Remember, the fights are on Sunday, not Saturday, so um, there's going to be a lot of activities that happen the next three, four days. Uh, if you want to hey, follow us on social media... It. you, you
1: met, Real quick, you mentioned real quick, but you kind of glossed by it. That's fairly large breaking news. Luke Thomas... The beige bastard himself, Brian Campbell, and Big Brown, Brendan Schaub, Friday's weigh-in. That's you know that's fairly it's fairly fairly large news, Luke. Not not not, not a tidbit, not a footnote. Okay, all right, bro. No,
0: it's pretty big, dude. Like, I, listen, we've you and I have we did, we did a weigh-in with Paulie Malignaggi for Garcia versus Redcatch at the uh, Barclays Center, which was awesome. I had never done one before. It was great, but dude, like. <laughs> You can say what you want about this fight, but the magnitude of it is huge, and the opportunity to host the weigh-ins with you guys, all of us together, it's a pretty big deal. That's a, MK and Brendan Schaub hosting the weigh-ins. Not going to be mad. Like I said, not going to be mad about it, dude. Super not going to be mad about it. So nah. that'll be a lot of fun. Um, okay, H- hide
1: your women and children just the same. Okay, your girlfriends. Okay, because yes. this yes. trio uh, is if- uh, you know this trio is something. Okay.
0: Uh if you want to uh send anything to the show for either dead wrong or fan submissions, we still take those all the time. Morningcombat at gmail.com is the place to go. By the way, if you want to try Showtime, you can go to Showtime.com, get a 30-day free trial. If you like it, you can keep it. If not, you can go Pound Sand. Of course, any pay-per-view, you don't have to have Showtime. Even if you have Showtime, you still have to pay for the pay-per-view. We're just saying Showtime produces a lot of great content and cuts us checks. So we have to say that they, in fact, produce a lot of great content, but no one seriously Well, Luke, do. I'm uh, not
1: only the, the hair club president, I'm also a client. I consume the <laughs> shit out of Showtime <laughs> products. I do, uh, I do too. You
0: know, yeah. yeah. I do, too. No, it's great. I, I mean, it's it's hard to convince people of that when they make you a check, but, like, honestly, it is pretty great. Uh, and then what am I forgetting? OBC, oh, do you want to tell some folks about some updates related maybe to merch, maybe to docs? What do uh, you got?
1: Yeah, I am I mentioned this was a big week in combat sports that went beyond just the Mayweather fight and all that stuff. Uh And it goes beyond some of this great free content we're giving you in between, which was, you know, go to Showtime Sports YouTube channel, check out my at-length interview with Logan Paul, go to mkyoutube.com slash Combat, get my interview with Gervonta Davis, head of his return. Also, Shakur Stevenson I just sat down with. That is hot off the presses. Uh, Check that out. And do you want to check out Merch 2.0? Because we haven't been able to vouch for our own words lately and protect this dream and tell you it's really happening you know is 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 Santa Claus real at the end of the day they're telling us yes they're telling us later this week will be the launch of the new morning combat merch 2.0 website whatever you want to call it international shipping all new designs and good stuff they're going to roll those out in phases but the first batch is there for you later this week Uh, Luke you can argue I have news though even bigger than that okay
0: you ready what's the bigger news than that
1: Uh, morning combat documentary 3.0 the oops baby of this trilogy right now Luke Um, it's going to go live they say tonight some say tomorrow in the next 24 hours somebody that works for Showtime is going to just press play and Luke uh, it's not what we expected going to the Mohegan Sun for Bellator 258 Uh, some pitfalls along the way this might turn into a little Caddyshack 2 as one of the worst sequels of all time. But I'm into it big time. I'm also in it big time, Luke. Okay, so uh, we have a clip to throw to. If, if you're, if you don't mind, Luke, I know you. This this could this could not freaking concern you. Like I mean, I could be talking about my colon right now, Luke, and you would probably care a little bit more than teeing up this documentary. But uh, yeah, do I you want care. to? Okay, yeah, let's go, go to Show the uh, let's go to the sample.
0: Well, we are in Mohegan, Mohegan Sun, uh, here in Uncasville, Connecticut. We're here for Bellator 258. Yeah, we're doing coverage.
1: Yeah, so uh, Luke, we also filmed... uh... Two thirds of a documentary the other the other week in Bellator. You know, I'm not supposed to be wearing this stupid T-shirt. This is not I'm not supposed to be in this room. But a member of our crew ended up being in close contact with someone who tested positive for COVID. There's
0: also people on set who are anti-vaxing non-readers. Morning combat
1: team left the fight sphere there at the Mohegan Sun on Friday. This wasn't the way the doc was intended to be filmed. Intended to be filmed. Film. Film. Wow, the sizzle on that, Luke. The frickin' sizzle on that shit, right? Did you feel that?
0: I watched about seven or eight minutes of it yesterday. Not like seven continuous, but like I fast-forwarded a little bit. It's Thanks. incoherent, and it's just you rambling in a, oh, a don't, parking lot I mean, in Puerto Rico.
1: There's probably better ways you could sell it, Luke. I will say it's the it's abstract. It's experimental. It's really like... Like, you know, remember Bob Dylan put out that country album? Like, it's one of those situations, Luke, where it's like they stop playing guitar in favor of horns, you know? But uh, if you go down that road, if you get down with that, uh, three might wet your fancy. And also, Luke, there's a, you know, spoiler alert, there's a big tease that, you know, four is already, the production is ready to start tonight. So uh, maybe you'll be in it, maybe you won't care, but... uh, Thank you. They, look, come on. This is a little better than like high school production of our town. I mean, this is this is art here, right?
0: Well, Jake is a talented editor. Yes, I agree. You are just a rambling town drunk. Uh, that you know, <laughs> I don't, I, you should that not take fair. credit for his editing skills. I'll say that. That
1: is fair. All right. Back uh, to you. All
0: right but so we'll, we'll keep everyone updated on that just like and subscribe you know you'll, you'll get it and we're going to be on my emulator oh look okay. one more
1: thing even more important than, than I, I finished another painting you want to see it
0: sure okay are these doritos going in your belly and then fire going out of your rectum
1: I, you know you can take fr- the message Luke is up for interpretation so you could take from it what you may but I hadn't thought about that and unfortunately uh I guess this could be the uh, the new Doritos bag yeah probably Luke okay that's great all right but you know Luke it did come from the feels on the inside so my kids say it's my best work ever so we'll see what happens in the future back there to you eating.
0: go all right well speaking of best work ever Let's talk about Showtime's next big fight. Well, the first one of those, of course, will be uh, Logan Paul taking on Floyd Mayweather this Sunday, which we will be there for. But the other one that was announced, or at least reported yesterday, I think confirmed, in fact, Tyron Woodley, fresh off being released from the Ultimate Fighting Championship, is going to take on Jake Paul uh, on Showtime, August 28th. I don't know if we know the location, but the bout will be at 190 pounds. And of course... It is not going to be an MMA bout. It is going to be a boxing bout. Now, BC and I sent back and forth our instant reactions to each other via text. We kind of had a little bit to say about it. But now that we've thought about it, BC, for about a day, let's get into it. What is your biggest takeaway from this news?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna hit that one second. Just on the on the date there, it was announced by Jake, like you said, as August 28th. Uh, Steven Espinosa, though the Showtime Sports president, did tell Dan Raphael yesterday that the date is going to change because there's also a uh, Showtime Championship Boxing card that same night. David Benavidez is on it, so it'll be on another date in August. But that aside, Luke, uh, look, this is big, and, and, and you know, and I get that there's a certain part of the population again that that are like. Can you guys get into the mixed martial arts part of this show already? Can you stop selling your own stuff and then talking about the Paul brothers? But, but like, it is really big news. And we can't yet take seriously, of course, as traditional boxing as Jake Paul, for real. I mean, he's had three fights against non-fighters. But this is a larger step forward in the idea, Luke, of that us critically being able to know how good he is. And I also think it's really entertaining potentially on the way, not just the the little beef they had in the locker room. You know, Jay Leon Love was a part of that in uh, Jake Paul's corner as well. But just the, this is on paper. Luke, if you really, if you, if you put aside the, oh, 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 I'm better than this type of crap and actually look at the matchup, uh it's actually sneaky good matchmaking, Luke, both to give Jake Paul a chance to, really show where his boxing game is at against somebody in woodley who's obviously athletic and has knockout power but you know in an mma sense and didn't rely on his boxing and and certainly used the threat of his wrestling to make his boxing look a little bit better um this could be a fun, competitive fight, and I think it's the perfect one to take, a perfect bridge to get Jake closer to actually fighting, re- quote-unquote, real fighters. So, you know, uh, well, let, let's, not under, let's not miss one thing, as I throw it back to you. Both Prawl brothers did say with sincerity that, you know, yeah, they're, they're trollers, they're, you know, whatever. Uh, they're opportunists, all that. But they also want to try to bring, uh, you know, big fight purses to fighters who they feel like deserve it in, in the sport in general. And whether that's taking shots at the UFC or just being truthful, it is nice to see someone like Tyron Woodley who, yeah, I know he's 39. I know he just lost a bunch of MMA fights in a row against elite competition, but he has a chance to make the biggest payday of his career probably by far. And maybe be in a competitive fight that he could win potentially. I don't know. Um, I also like to see that too, Luke. So I think there's maybe a little overplay on how bad this is for boxing. When in reality, it's bringing a lot of attention to boxing, and it's a you know we don't have going back and forth. It's a it's a bubble that can only last so long before being burst. But uh, it's a good ass yeah. fight in that in that pre in that context, Luke. It's a pretty good ass fight.
0: Well, he- here's where I'm at on this, BC, and I wonder what you make of this. I tried to. Th- uh- couple things first of all we did cbs sports uh, hq this morning and they asked me like what do you think of what the paul brothers have done and i'll say this you know if you'd said me the told me the beginning of the pandemic when the, pa- not the not that the pandemic's over but you know we're on we're riding the nice wave of vaccination numbers are coming down everyone knows the story if you told me at this time that jake paul would have a signed boxing match on showtime with tyron woodley and floyd mayweather would have a signed boxing match exhibition or otherwise with his brother I'd be like, you're out of your fucking mind. There's no, what? (laughs) Like, that's never going to happen. And it did happen. Like, here's why I'll give those guys credit. I am not consumers of their product. You know, I'm not not ever going to think Transformers is a good movie, right? That's just not the way I'm built. But to put themselves in the position that they have, not just for this weekend or for that weekend in August, but to be able to build on this little operation that they've built – that's not only is that not a small achievement, it's insanely lucrative. And they have retained control over their own rights and everything else throughout the entire process. It is, it is remarkable. You just, on that level alone, you could say whatever you want about their boxing ability, their humor, their haircuts. You name it, say it. I, don't, I will not really get in your way. But their ability to situate themselves frankly on some ways as the center of the combat sports universe or at least for a short time anyway that is pretty remarkable I will give them credit for that certainly never saw it coming never thought it possible and yet here we are you need to acknowledge that and I certainly will
1: and I want the to fight itself something, something else Luke. Well, unless you well, yeah. what's that go ahead I was gonna throw well, in quick that? to add on top of that that like I don't want people to look at us and go, oh, man, wow, they've really sold out. They're really taking it now. Look at how much they even love this fight. Weren't they shitting on this with I, Triller? I, yeah, but I don't I know think that I love to, this fight. You, you have to also look at it at the realm of what we were complaining about when it was under Triller. For me, it was more about the presentation of a of putting a extra darkened shit stain on boxing itself, which already has a bunch of shit stains. It was sort of like treating boxing as a joke. I wonder if, you know, a big part of Jake's motivation in coming to Showtime was the idea of he wants to be considered a legitimate fighter, not without the tag of former YouTuber, you know, whatever, but like he wants to be respected as a real boxer. I think, you know, maybe for him, the presentation of what's going on in Showtime boxing and pay-per-view is a little more serious, and I think that's true. These are being presented as serious, Luke, because because they're famous guys who are going to fight, but because also people hope to see a competitive matchup. I think if this can only be a shit we talk about the bubble bursting. The bubble is going to burst when either Paul brother just gets, you know, beaten multiple times in ways where you're like, okay, the magic's gone, right? Or it could get right. burst that if this is too much of a shit show obviously. If this doesn't even look fun and competitive and it's just all about shit, the burst is going you know, the bubble's going to burst quickly. Um so it was what I didn't like about the presentation of Jake against Ben Askren uh, you know, at, at, at some point you do have to understand you know you put it you say what it is you know we know what this is but i I think it's a different when you present this more real people will care but one thing i talked to you about luke as it pertains to the actual fight i think this has potential to be fun and competitive if they're not unless it's just an early knockout and you you really promote you know you really see how much jake has improved um the bubble is also only going to last as long as these fights are like well it is kind of weird but it could be a really fun and exciting fight right I mean, that has to end up being part of it. To me, this is a match making more in that direction. I mean, certainly more than Floyd versus Logan even.
0: Yeah, yes and no. I mean, listen, I saw our colleague uh, Marcos Vijegas over at uh, Fight Hub TV and he was saying, you know, Triller's putting on real fights now and he he wasn't saying it pejoratively. He was just sort of talking about how the rules have been reversed. uh, Triller's going to put on this uh, Teofimo uh, mandatory and that, you know, here's Showtime doing this kind of, um, you know, Floyd and, and Logan thing, and then Paul and then Woodley. And I'm like, well, yes and no. Triller's core business is essentially that, or at least their core business is the app. But insofar as their boxing business is concerned, their core business is this kind of celebrity weird kind of boxing thing. They can put real ones in there, but it's not really what they do. And when they do it, they grossly overpay for it, as you saw. Showtime announced their full schedule of the year and then just added this after the fact. So it... it um there is a difference in the way in which the businesses approach it, but in fairness to both outlets, th- it's only a difference in degree, not really in kind. They're, they're kind of the same thing. Now, I do agree with you though. This is a little bit more competitive. If we're playing a game in the pool, you're like when you were in summer camp and they won't get killed, be blindfolded. They play Marco Polo in the pool. You gotta shout out Marco and they shout out polo and you kind of get closer, you just try to figure out where they are. Get a little bit closer. Getting a little bit warmer, I feel like this is. Paul is taking on, at least in this case, like with Askren, it was retired athlete who had a bunch of injuries, who was never a good striker, and also kind of old and and whatever. Now he's getting one that's got some problems. We we thought he should retire from MMA. He is a real athlete, but he's long in the tooth, and boxing is simply not what he does. The only part about this, BC, is I can't get in the way of this one. I mean, Trains left the station on this, too. The one thing about this is, on the one hand, look at what Tyron Woodley said. You know, I'm going to do this for combat sports and I got the biggest purse of my career. Ben Askren said the exact same thing when fighting for Trill. I'm going to make the biggest purse of my career. You know, I want to be careful about this. I don't know that there is any accumulative effect to all these MMA fighters signing up to get stretched or lose in some kind of way. Because I do think... Jake Paul probably deserves to be the favorite, which I know might be controversial to some, but I don't think it should be. So, like, on the one hand, I am very happy for these guys that they're finally going to get money and feel like the stars that they should have been felt, feeling like for a long time. You can see, man, there's a little pep in, in Tyron's step, you know, when he talks. At the same time, I can't help but feel like they're, they're almost, almost prostituting their equity that they've built up through hard work just to get that big paycheck it doesn't speak well of mma it really doesn't
1: yeah i don't look at it as a stain on them even though you certainly can i I see it more on on the state of mma as you're saying um but there's one thing that that does potentially bring though and and again i want to harbor on that the idea that like if it's just jake against overmatched celebrities like again that bubble's going to burst soon you know or or you can stretch it out a little but no one's going to care um the fact that the MMA athletes are so hungry, as long as they're not just being put up there as a pinata, because they are so hungry to actually get a a pay a payday this large and feel like the star, as you mentioned, um, that also is could spike the competitive pool and make them come in looking to win. And Luke, if they come in looking to win, they're either going to make competitive fights or lose spectacularly in in trying. And you know uh, that's a that's a combination that's a little spark, a chemistry experiment that's working has potential to work at the moment.
0: You know what's funny BC every time we go on other people's shows I know I do it all the time and sometimes you do it and you tell me about it I get asked all the time like doesn't this speak ill of boxing and I'm like well in some ways right like if you're making all these other fights why are you making them it's a lot of different factors it's celebrity culture it's it's you know the summertime calendar to a degree and the other part of course is that um I think boxing doesn't make enough of the relevant fights that people want to pay money to see. So these weird celebrity half permutations end up taking the place because even though they're bizarre and don't mean anything, they're actually a little bit easier. It's easier to make Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley than it is for Bud Crawford to fight Errol Spence. I mean, that shouldn't be that way. That tells you something is kind of fucking broken in the whole process. But the truth is, as much as that is true, BC, and I, I, I absolutely maintain that is true. The reality is, this speaks terribly of MMA pay, that they can't wait to line up, sign up, get out of their oppressive contracts, so they can make sick coin fighting dudes who make armpit noises, you know, for their podcasts. Like, you can't blame them. They got a family to feed. It's a huge check. If anything, it speaks bad of both sports in some kind of way. It really does. It really does.
1: Yet on the complete flip, or no, not a flip side, kind of in, in tune with that is like, you know i get the initial reaction by the the hardest of boxing hardcore to be like get this shoot away from us you know and i saw the tweet you know by kevin ioli being like you know showtime used to be the home of hardcore boxing a hard pass on this even though like obviously we can pick that criticism criticism apart really easily and just show the showtime boxing calendar on regular showtime this year which has been you know one sort of uh for hardcore's only you know thriller after another or or potential to be a thriller so but um it's it's a rising tide raised all ships thing, and I don't see how people don't see that. Um, you're not taking you're not taking away from fans that were on the fence about if they were going to buy the Gervonta pay per view or, or on the fence about whatever, and and suddenly take away their money that they could have used for that. And now they won't watch the other fight. It's actually going to bring in the potentially in that short window bubble. A lot more interest, money, fans to the actual sport because it reminds people of why they used well, to really get excited. Well, and be, no, well. I'm not saying you can. I'm not saying that's a ship that carries you, you know, you and Noah through the through the uh, flood. I'm just saying it's it's. If anything, it's a it's the potential for a plus plus in the end, Luke, rather than a. I- you I know, think I think somebody all, dude, go to the, dude, the New no York one, Times and write how boxing's dead because of this. And it's like, well, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I
0: mean that 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 yes, writing how boxing is dead or whatever is silly. Like, dude, boxing's in pretty good shape. All things considered, for the most part, when you really begin to look at it as a global sporting enterprise, it's actually OK. But here's the thing. This is why I keep bringing this up. Dude, UFC does the same thing. I'm not mad at him for it anymore. Like, I, I, it's not my thing. But understand something. UFC has a core business and it's the highest of the high level. That's what they do. But on occasion... When the timing is right, or they need a little boost, or just a chance to make money, they'll sign a James Tony, They'll sign a Kimbo Slice. They'll sign a CM Punk. And they'll use them all in different ways. James Tony once, Kimbo Slice the ultimate fighter, uh, and obviously CM Punk, they gave him a couple tries against you know, guys who, like Mike Jackson, I respect very much, but you know we're talking about on the lower end of the level of competition that they would ordinarily allow. Some of it worked out, some of it didn't. But their core business remained the same. Okay, This is no different than that. That's what this is. Showtime's core business is boxing. It's what they do. But on occasion, (laughs) shit like this falls in your lap and promoters are going to want to make money off of it. It's just the way that it's going to go. Here's the question I have for you, BC. There's been some debate about the odds. Who should be the favorite, who not. Inside of MMA, I'm looking around and everyone's like, it's a foregone conclusion that Tyron's going to win. And let me say this. Tyron, at his peak as an athlete, is just orders of magnitude above Jake or his brother, period. We're talking about a guy who won uh, good level, high level championships at the NCAA Division One Wrestling Championships. Like, you know, he didn't win a national title, but he, he won a, a divisional title. Big, big deal. He's an A-plus athlete. But BC, he is long in the tooth, and he does not box. Who should be the favorite? no. No,
1: it should be Jake, and I think people also need to realize this, the potential size difference, too, in the fact that Jake's been operating in that, like, 190 to 200 sort of sub-cruiserweight area for boxing weight classes, you know, technically light heavyweight, but but pushing really cl- close there. And, uh, or maybe, you know, I, I actually forgot the, the exact window of what where cruiserweight ends at the moment. It's right in that midst right there, and yet Tyron was fighting at 170 in UFC, so you take the age and freshness advantage the size difference, and, you know, the fact that he's been doing actual technical boxing and game planning with legitimate sparring partners and trainers. Now, I'm not here to, you know, obviously completely vouch on how good he is through three fights against various novice celebrities, but, uh, you know, he seems to be further from a technical standpoint, and at the end of the day, that's how these type of, you know, one-off crossover type things are going to be one unless the person on the other side can land an absolute bomb, and I, you know, Woodley has that potential to do that, no question. But uh, that that instant transition into just traditional boxing with no kicks or the threat of them or takedowns to set it up, I don't see how Jake couldn't be the favorite. You know, from a we want to make money here as 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 uh, as line setters and you know, odds
0: makers. Here we go. A Breaking. Here we go. Uh, Daniel White spoke to Mike Swick. Here's what he says about Tyron Woodley. This is from UFC President Dana White. Quote, Woodley doesn't look like the Tyron Woodley of the past who was putting everybody to sleep. He hasn't won a fight in three years. He's going to be 40 years old. But I will give it to Jake Paul. At least he's stepping in there with a guy who can punch. See, this is what I mean, BC. There's a lot of reasons to be skeptical about, A, exactly what's... Everyone's like, oh, I know what's going to happen. How do you know? You have so many unknowns here. We don't really know how good Jake Paul is. We don't really know how far Tyron Woodley has fallen. We don't know how well they're gonna train. We don't know so many of these things, but I will say, again, in the warmer, colder discussion, this is uh, this is a little bit closer for Jake's path to seriousness. This is something like Oh, no question. Uh, it's a little bit more no than question. when Kimbo fought tank, but it's it's up there. Yeah.
1: It, seriously, it is. But yet you also see, as we just li- lined out, laid out, the, the brilliance of the matchmaking from the standpoint that Tyron can look, Because I mean, he looks young and he's jacked. He's going to look a lot more dangerous than maybe he actually is when they finally fight. But Luke, I don't want to live in a sensitive, overly PC world and get all up in each other's feelings here. But was it necessary for Uncle Dana to drop that hot steaming doogie on Woodley on the way out with those comments? I mean, he could have just been like, you know, eh, whatever, you know, he's 39. But good luck to him, man. I hope he goes out there and wins one for our sport and knocks him out. He's like, no, actually, I'm, g- I'm going to have him sit there and I'll defecate all over him first and then show you that he's damaged goods.
0: I'll I'll say this, man. Listen, if we're going to book fights like this, you know. Uh, any promoter if UFC is going to book fights like with CM Punk if if, whatever if you're going to book fights like this you can't run from the criticism you just kind of have to let it breathe you have to kind of let it be what it is people are going to have their say about it yeah could Dana have been nicer about it sure is Dana wrong no not this time sorry he's not
1: I mean, Woodley just went out on his damn shield for them. I mean, you know, you know, it was it was desperate acts of a desperate man, right? But like, can we at least I, I, don't, put a, I don't live a in a little, world. I, I mean, a little listen, respect on his name personal, on the way preference. out.
0: Okay, fair enough. He could have done it. I can't say you're wrong. He could have done it. But I prefer to live in a world where people, yes, being friendly is an operative order. But if the truth is uncomfortable, well, then the truth is just uncomfortable. You know, that's just the world we live in. Dude, he's not saying anything that's not wrong. Is he doing Showtime a favor with that? No, probably not. He's probably sticking it to ty- Tyron as much as he is to Showtime. Okay, that's also the world we live in. But I'm just saying, dude, if you want to book silly fights and make a shit ton of money, which everyone's going to, fine. That's, the way, that, that's awesome. But if people are like, yo, bro, these guys are not, you know, these are not tip of the, the spear level athletes. You should say that too. It's okay. It's fine. Learn to Learn to live with it is what I say.
1: Did you you just Tom Cruise me there, Jack Nicholson, and tell me I can't handle the truth, Luke? I think there was some (laughs) subtweeting going on right there.
0: I I didn't mean it in that sense. I'm just saying, you got to let people, with fights like these, I don't like it when a real fight is made and someone gets undermined because one is more popular than the other. How many times have you seen that, BC, where you go on someone's show and they ask you and they don't know anything about the other guy, but he's super good, but just not popular. That's when I think correcting the record is actually kind of important, but if you're going to book fights with people who got cut from the UFC after not winning what 20 rounds, yeah that should be part of the that's, that's part of the record.
1: I got too quick on the same topic, and I agree with you on that regard um in terms of uh, Jake Paul and the in the the type of matches, you know, you saw Michael Bisping just came out and say he actually turned this fight down. He claims that he was offered, what, like half a million? And I think that's a bad look, given what we know about his eye now, even though you could argue maybe that's even an even uh, you know more competitive fight, potentially from a boxing standpoint than Woodley. But what level, if Jake wins this uh, under good circumstances, do you think he should go next? Like, how close do you think we actually are? It's like one thing you don't want to judge Jake too harshly because it's his fourth pro fight, right? But on another side of it, how quickly do they have to get up to, like, legit, kind of active, or older boxer?
0: Yeah, so this is where you have to, like, level this up. You, in his prime, Ben Askren was a real athlete. By the time Ben got to him, you know, after a, a literal hip replacement, I think he was pretty far down the path of not being that. And he was, I don't even know if he was in shape for that fight. You're going to get something a little bit different with Tyron, where I think at a bare minimum he'll be in shape. And then, two, he actually has real punching power. But um you know there's obviously all the other factors we've talked about so what i want to point out is where does he go from this i don't know but you can't go backwards you already took on one real athlete whoever ends up being next if he wins has to be uh not only a real athlete a little bit younger not only a bit of a striker a little bit better of one and they might find the profile of some former mma guy to do it i don't know but it, it will it's hard to predict exactly who will be next but what you can say is they can't go backwards Without problems emerging, they have to build on what they have and then move forward with it. So, I guess we'll have to see. Uh, all right. Well, we'll come back to that here uh, for the next three months. So, congratulations, <laughs> MK viewers. You're going to get a lot of that uh, happening. All right. Let's go to this, though. By the way, it'll be a 20 by 20 ring with 10 ounce gloves. Okay. Interesting. All right. So, n- topic number two. Let's go to a bit of a recap here. Yet more boxing for our audience that hasn't seen us since Friday in a live show. BC, let's talk about it first. On the Showtime end of things, Nonito Donaire in less than four rounds, inside of the fourth round, stops and KOs Nordin Ubali. 38 years of age, becomes the oldest Bantamweight champion, I believe, in that belt's history, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he already was. Certainly.
1: He already was from a few years earlier, and he just extended that mark by three more years. I mean, it's insane. Amazing,
0: amazing job. And dude, Ubali just could not handle the counterpunching and frankly the power of Nonito Donaire. What did you take away from this victory?
1: I mean, this is one of those feel-good stories as a boxing fan, no different than Chuck Gonzalez's recent comeback into title form when we thought his career was over. Let's not forget that there's a there's always been a Pacquiao comparison for Donaire, both being from the Philippines, but like he also is doing a Manny type thing where it's like Donaire already stamped his Hall of Fame resume like a a decade, like not you know eight years ago, back when he was number two pound for pound four division champion. All that he's had some sort of what looked like you know gravy moments, dessert on top, title opportunities post that in different weight classes. And yes, he would tend to lose against you know the Framptons in that level when he when he moved up. But to have again a Manny like. Twilight chapter like this, where he's legitimately viable and winning world titles, and not just how impressive this knockout was from the standpoint that, like, he had the game plan, he knew the angles he had to cut for Ubali's awkwardness, and he went in there and calmly delivered, like, Brutal, violent shots after another to get him out of there. It, it's it's wild that he can still be this relevant and still be wanting to fight the very best and calling them out. Remember, he went as high as 126. Now he's back down to 118. He's making these weight cuts with ease. He's talking so much about clean living and health as wealth. And let's not forget, he was one of the originators who signed up for the volunteer drug testing. Uh, you know, a, a few years back when we were, when Vada came around and they were really trying to clean up the image of the sport. Uh, Luke. Fee- Good moment for an old timer, one of those better wins. He wants naoa Inoue the monster a second time. In fact, Luke, that's all he wants. The fact he was able to make that a fight of the year and break Inoue's eye socket a year and a half ago uh, at that age is wild. And now he wants a second cup of that. I mean, like, Luke, he, like, they don't make, dude, they don't make they don't make people that special who prioritize legacy above everything else anymore. They don't do it.
0: He's a he's a rare breed. And dude, that fight, Ubali didn't look... I'm not sure how to describe it. I wouldn't say he looked shook, BC. I don't think that's very fair. But he just could not get into a rhythm against Donair, who looked like... You know what it looked like when they fought? That these two guys had sparred for a lifetime. And that they both kind of knew exactly what was going to happen. They were just waiting for the clock to tick to to, to bring it about. Like, they both kind of had this sense of its inevitability. And you got to feel good for a guy like Donaire, 38 years old, uh, as we indicated, power still there, smarts all there. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I was blown away. I wasn't expecting this at all. In a way, I believe even tweeted afterwards, BC, that he was inspired by this victory, that he took, he took delight in the victory of his previous opponent for all the things that it represents. Do you think there's a chance they could fight again sometime in 2021?
1: I think you have to make it because Donaire wants it so badly. He's a he's promoted by Richard Schaefer. It's one of the the rare big names left that Schaefer has at the moment. Schaefer's done so very the John, well the, by this himself. guy
0: advising John Jones for folks who may have forgotten.
1: Yeah, so that I don't know how long the deal he he signed, you know, to to be in the Showtime pay-per-view silo. I don't, I don't know how the business ramifications of that work, but yeah, I feel like this is a fight that can be made even though Inoue is tied with top and ESPN now. You, you saw how great it was the first time and the meaning it had. And when you have a number two, right now Inoue is number two pound for pound beyond Canelo for me. He's every t- weight class he's moved up into, he's knocked people out cold and walked right through them. He found his his dance partner, his defining career dance partner for the moment in nowhere, in Donaire and to see the respect you know that he has knowing that he walked through that that busted eye for nine broken eye socket for nine rounds and kept that fight as, you know, enthralling. And now he wants to do it a second time. I mean, again, win, win for, for the pure boxing fan out there. I, I got Steven Espinoza and company, please make the, go out of your way somehow make this work. We, we need to see this fight.
0: Uh, and then the other one, Devin Haney defeating Jorge Linares. Now I, I have seen this interestingly BC, he, he gets the decision win. I believe it was unanimous. I don't have the scores in front of me. But there were times early where Haney, 21, 22 years old, I believe, looked extremely good. Fast hands, great angles. Lenares, if he wasn't getting hit, he was getting out-angled and confused. He didn't know where... Uh, Haney was coming or going. But over the course of the next six rounds, it was a little bit of a different fight. Leonardis finding a moment to hurt him, to wobble him, uh, didn't land as much volume, but found sort of the in-between spaces to really cause problems for him. Had him backing up a little bit, fighting outside of his style at times so you're getting a bit of a mixed response i've seen some say bc that haney's performance should be should be applauded at 22 years old he got hurt he showed smarts to power through and he beat you know a, a, an older but a decorated guy in 35 year old jorge Linares. i've seen the other ones say this guy's a fraud and he has been a fraud for a long time and the media is <laughs> pumping him up to be something he's not where is he where is he in this one which side of the uh, the fence are you
1: Uh, I mean, it's, 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 you gotta, you gotta plant your flag, right? And, and, and share which side you're on because like, I've never seen a win this polarizing Luke, but for all the rightful, uh, reasons that you just said right there. I mean, like for as great as Haney is at 22, he's got all the skills. He's got everything. Um, He had to really overcome the last two fights in which he won with ease on a boring level. Didn't take chances. There were a lot of questioning of him. And, you know, you can argue it's not rightfully so, but his last two performances, you know, we're telling everybody, man, this handy guy's the best. He's the next big one. He's a part of that group. You got to go watch him. And, you know, he didn't get credit or love or respect for, for the safety that he fought. So he took that seriously and brought this into this fight. And then you had the perfect dance partner in Lenaris at 35, who said he had the best training camp of his career and looked, uh, looked like a million dollars and patiently waited until his moment and then made this a dramatic, fun fight. But it's so polarizing. And which side am I on? I lean more to the former in this. What's the former? It's the fact that Devin Haney needed to show something huge to remind us how brilliant he is. he is. And for 10 rounds, Luke, he showed that. Did it fall apart quickly from the end of round 10 to the final bell, in which, you know, he was almost on the verge of. Losing points for going out of his way to hold Lenaris and getting a bended running start at Lenaris's midsection. That looks really bad. There's no question about it. And he was wobbled after round 10 walking back to the corner. But, Luke, to answer your question, as long-winded as I possibly can, with passion, fuel, and raw motion as people await for this show's rundown to come back around to MMA, I will tell you here, Luke, that it's more great and potential for greatness that we saw in this then concern. But that concern is, is uh, you know, he he hung on to win this fight, Luke. But it I, I don't think it's outweighed by how freaking brilliant he's a complete package. Those 10 rounds were against an elite foe in a real step-up fight, Luke. Were you not, uh, you know, as entertained and moved from the angles and the combos? I mean, that's everything you want in a fighter, that guy yeah. we saw before, before he got put on ice skates.
0: I think, I think everyone is partly right here. Like when people say Haney is brilliant, you know, there's rounds where you could point to him and be like, is this not brilliant, especially for a 22 year old? And the answer is 1,000% yes, 1,000%. I think you had texted me after like the first four rounds and being like, dude, Haney's on fire. I was watching too, and I, what did I text back? Yup, sure it is, he looked awesome. And then the flaws showed up. Here's where I would, I'm gonna split the difference. He's 22. 22 years old now boxing maturation happens earlier in someone's career we talk about for example Vittori coming to the UFC at 23 and then 27 he's a lot different but that's because the skill acquisition happens a little bit later in their athletic life and there's so many different things you have to worry about it just takes a lot of time for that all to come together boxing's a little bit different they start a lot younger it's one discipline they usually get to a, a level of technical maturity earlier on that said at 22 he still hasn't reached all that his full potential of maturity and ability so while i think that he's got some real flaws that you just can't ignore i do think that his critics should pump the brakes a little bit and let's see what he looks like when he's 23 24 and by the time he's 25 bc i think we'll have a much clearer sense about whether he's going to be everything we think he is some lesser version of it or whatever he ends up being so i'm not going to ignore the bad parts but i'm not going to ignore the good parts either and that 22 next to his name i really think people got to slow down just give him a little bit more time. If by 25 he still looks like this, which is still good, by the way, but if he looks like this, okay, then you can say, hey, man, he's just not going to race to that next level. Fine. Yeah. But now, I mean, it's th- not that fair.
1: It's not that the concerns aren't like huge sort of potential blind spots. They are, right? Like, he didn't know how to deal with being hurt. He didn't know how to survive. You didn't have those natural instincts. There were some bad things you saw, but I really want to double down on like, there's future pound for pound king type of. Uh, skill and setup and placement. We 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 applaud someone like Ryan Garcia, right, Luke, who is explosive, but he's really like. Ninety percent offensive. I mean, he was—he's at his best when he's constantly coming at you. Haney stepped up his output to a higher level than we've seen in a while. But Luke, did you see the way he also not only retained the the the, the sharp combinations and technique of, of, of the power punches, but the ability to duck back and get out of the way and head movement and athleticism? Like it was next freaking level. Maybe not as. Impressive as Fimo against Lomachenko, but it, it it showed you that this guy this is a rare breed right here. I don't you know, but like, we're, we're, only the future will tell. Okay, let's give the yeah. I mean, in. if you
0: ranked if you ranked the four kings in terms of how they fa- how they did when they faced each other, you'd put Duran last, right? Duran lost whenever he faced any of the other kings. I think I got that right, right? Ultimately, yeah, so
1: except for the fact that he beat prime. Sugar Ray Leonard and gave him a legitimate loss, his yes. first real loss in the first fight so it's like, is that enough to overcome the nomos and the fact that he got handled by the other guys in a division over yeah. his head in terms yeah, yeah. of size, right?
0: So Haney might end up being there, but you know not, not that I'm comparing him to Durant in that sense but I'm saying um, uh, he, he might still end up doing great things but you know, he's got, he, he's got tough competition, but he's got some time We're at we're, at a, we're still at a murky stage all right We move now to what's coming up this weekend here, BC. I don't don't really care too much about this topic, but we'll get to it. PFL announced their June 25th card. Um, BC, only two, well, it's more than two names. Mohamed Usman is back, although he lost in his last fight. Fabrizio Verdoom, by the way, his last fight was turned into a no contest. He takes on a Bellator uh, vet, Brandon Sales. But Kayla Harrison taking on Cindy Dandois, the Belgian, I think. Um, Not... Not a super competitive fight. Uh, yeah, they're doing let me the turn best they can with that you. weight class.
1: Let, let me ask yeah. you from this standpoint, Luke, and, and I think you were going down that road of uh, I'm trying to give PFL complete benefit of the doubt because I think they've over you know overgiven on what they promised. I, I, they've surprised me. I'm into it. Uh, how much of a threat at all? I mean, is Dan Dwight a better shot of winning this than Leslie Smith against Cyborg?
0: No, probably a lot worse. Um, you know... Dan has some decent grappling, but you know it would take a would, listen. If she, I, I saw Matt Sarah beat Saint Pierre, but Matt Sarah was you know high level, Hensel Gracie black belt. He had had some good wins and some good competition against some tough people. But obviously that was quite surprising. So I just mean to say, you know, I lived through that. I've seen insane upsets. Okay, is it possible in that sense she could do something? But dude, the level I can't. Here's the big difference. It's less about mat time and what skills they have, per se, although that's obviously a big component. We're talking about two completely different levels of athletes. I mean, dude, yeah. I, I've had Kayla Harrison in studio. Kayla Harrison will fuck you up fast. She is <laughs> a Are you talking about me personally
1: or, or people like me, Luke?
0: Both. <laughs> Both. Dude. She's not to be trifled with. And then when you add in the fact that she's the most decorated judoka in American history, you know, how good she is on the ground. She's working with Mike Brown and ATT. Yo, they're going to, it's going to have to be a fucking miracle for her to lose. And I'm not even blaming PFL, right? You got what you got with the weight class and whatever. It's fine. But.
1: Well, look, Kayla Harrison is, is must see. I think she's become must see TV every time. And you add in the, 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 yeah. Recent change of personality to be so outright and almost cocky and calling for things that she's she could have her own almost you know quasi rousey 3.0 type run here of straight dominance where you're kind of just tuning in to see how quickly she could destroy people. So uh, it's not, not a you know. Uh, a, a stance against the matchmaking you know it's a tournament system they're doing what they're doing regular season all that but uh I, i'm interested just the same even if it's not as jumping through the screen luke um so thank you pfl for continuing to uh enter this conversation right luke this larger mma one of things we actually care about
0: yeah somewhat uh, about what co-main event ali asayev taking on henan Fajera. Uh, Ali Asayev hasn't fought since 2019, one of these sort of standouts through the PFL, very, very good fighter. Um, I believe this will be heavyweight contest, he's probably worth paying attention to. Um, And then again, Mohamed Usman, Caitlin Young, longtime Invicta matchmaker, competitor herself is actually on this card, so there's some decent uh, names and some things worth paying attention to, but... Not, not the most exciting event I've ever seen in my life.
1: Look, did you watch episode one of the UFC's Ultimate <laughs> Fighter, Ortega versus Volkanovski oh, last
0: night? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I, what, what would, what, what on earth? I mean, I'm not even doing a bit here. Like, I'm trying to like, demean it. If people like it, we'll go watch it. But. Absolutely. No, I did not watch that. No,
1: I'm trying to commit to watching it. I haven't started, of course, so maybe I'm over one uh, just because I want to follow the storyline of Ortega Volkanovsky, you know, as close as possible. And, you know, from a personality build and setting the storylines for this fight and all that kind of stuff. Um, I hope that part's entertaining, Luke. I don't know if it can keep me there, though. You know, what was the problem for my ingestion of that, Luke? And, you know, you can call me anything. Right. I didn't watch Scarface until what, like two weeks ago for the first time. Do you know what I watched half of for the first time last night, Luke?
0: Uh, Debbie Does Dallas.
1: No, The Godfather. I don't know if you've ever seen this uh, Italian uh, mafia uh, instant classic of maybe. <laughs> Dude, I don't. Here's... The
0: internet, the internet either is listening to you or they recommend to us the same thing. Because right after you were like, "Yeah, I saw Scarface for the first time," I turned on Netflix and it recommended to me Scar Scarface. So either that's the same rec or they're listening to us
1: that would probably probably listen to you right now. Uh, but I will say Luke that, uh, I mean, again, it's like saying, Hey, I haven't had a chocolate milkshake in my entire life. Oh, here's one. Oh my God. This is like sex in a cup, right? I mean, this is amazing. Yeah, Luke, it's I'm halfway through and it's the greatest film I've ever seen. Like probably by far. I mean, look, this is like the 92 dream team of, of lead acting, right? Like this is like Something I, I, I couldn't, I you know, it's, it's like, again, you being this ignorant, I'm 42 and I've never seen the Godfather. I mean, seeing, I'm only halfway through it. I'm telling you, uh, someone should have shook my shit, but you know, 25, 30 years ago and was like, it's a rite of passage, you know, as a film fan, like watch this. It's, it's like, uh, you know, here's, here's a cure for polio, right? Like take it, you know, eat it, whatever. Uh, but Luke, it's, it's like way better than I assumed it would be.
0: By the way, PFL is um, on a, the uh, 25th of this month, not this weekend. All right, BC, Quick moving Quick no
1: You're not even, you know, it's just a complete no-sell. You're not like, yeah, man, Sonny's a badass. My, If I could be anybody in this world, I'd be Jimmy Conn in 1972, I, 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 right? I know
0: this might come as a surprise to you, but I need to see The Doctor before I go to Miami. And I don't, not the most current movie. To discuss, maybe. Well, I
1: respect um, because, Luke your your need for health, and I want you to meet me in Miami. Yes. Meet me, you know, later tonight. Uh, you know, don't please don't sacrifice, don't Bogart the art here. I mean, come on, you know.
0: I'm not. I I'm know. not trying to do that. Uh, but okay, but let's get to this one because it's kind of interesting. Another MMA topic, so our fans will love it. But it's a sad one, or at least an uncertain one. How about that? Certainly uncertain. Zabit Sheripov, who has been one of the top featherweight, not merely prospects, but contenders for some time now. He's not coming back anytime soon. So, according to um, his manager Rizvan Magomedov, he has health problems. Zabit does, specifically with his immune system. Magomed Sharapov will not return to the octagon until these problems are resolved. These problems prevent Zabit from fully preparing for fights. In fact, in the near future, Zabit must postpone—excuse me—surgery to resolve these problems. And then it will be clear whether he will be able to continue his career. First of all, a couple things here, BC. Number one, if they can't do surgery on you because they're worried about your immune system, that's serious. I mean, I don't don't know that it's like (laughs) uh, a condition that's untreatable, but that's bad. That's really bad. And the second thing I'd say is, BC, obviously the goal is to get back into the octagon. They're making it clear. But they're also making it clear that they don't know when it's going to be or even if it's going to be. How do you react to this? this is really, really, really
1: bad. Like, let's not fool around. Like, this is scaring me. I, I was trying to stay almost ignorant of the realities of the story when the last update broke, kind of alerting us to the, you know, that he's still having issues. You know, I wanted to just ignorantly, like, you know, say, you know, put my fingers in my ears, Luke, and hope that it was, you know. I remember when Kudrasov came out and Ramzan and was just like, hey, uh, you are it's all in your head, bro. You know, pack it full of cortisone and, and suck it up, bro. Like, uh, and that's not right. That's not what I'm saying here, but I was hoping it was going to be one of those type of turnaround moments for, um, for Sabi. I mean, nobody believes in his potential more to Luke to be a UFC champion tomorrow than I do. And I really thought that win or lose when he finally got that chance would be some of the best theater we could see uh, in this division because of how great his potential is. Now we're certainly putting that to the, to the backseat in terms of our care level. Now it's like, what's the future of this guy's health? Um Obviously, Luke, it's so soon after the impact of COVID nineteen on athletes, and you know, not not to lean into that the political side of you know people who think it's just the flu or people that overly whatever. I'm not trying to get into that. I'm just saying, like, we haven't seen the the full receipt that that this will you know happen to certain athletes that were hit hard. And unfortunately, up to this point, aren't recovering, aren't going back to normal after dealing with those circumstances. This is very troubling to me. And, uh, you know, forget the fighting future. I really hope this guy's OK, Luke, because, uh, you know, this is scary for for anyone who's had it in terms of that regard.
0: Yeah, I, again, I, I don't know to what extent COVID is related, partially related, fully related. I don't we'll have to see what the situation is, this time goes on but certainly you don't wish for illness like this we we, uh, we don't, I don't know if we got to it or not or I can't remember it anymore at this point but you know we also saw and again I think it's for a, an unrelated relative to Zabit medical ailment but you know Gordon Ryan having to indefinitely postpone his career due to some kind of uh, of illness dude health is wealth man as somebody who's had a couple of health scares this past year and you know not taking care of myself in my late 30s and now that bill has come due. I'm no athlete. I don't have the more serious issues these are. But I just mean to say, when when the reality of your health smacks you in the face, you begin to realize everything else is kind of immaterial. If you don't have health, you don't have anything. So, A, I know everyone here would wish certainly Zabit, whether he can get back in the cage or not, a an end to his medical ailments. And B, Jesus Christ, man, this is terrible. Like, I, I don't. I don't even know what to say because I don't know how far along in the process he is. I don't know if they've fully and properly diagnosed it. I don't know if they've given him treatment for it and he's ignored it or or I don't even know. I don't even know anything other than to say, I hope that he's young enough and that there's good enough care that they can round the corner, whatever the the nature of the ailment might be because dude, they can't do surgery on you because of your immune system that you're talking about going back to the 15th century in terms of what medicine can do for you um not great not great at all
1: no 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 all right stop. speaking please, of the weekend my, ahead my godfather see. agendas in in favor of real news like this luke not, not good at all but uh yeah go keep yes. going Luke. you are right. a doctor to see yes. what am i doing
0: i'm i'm going to no no sell your godfather thing twice Alright, looking ahead to the weekend, we're going to talk so much about it this week, BC, I'm going to kind of skip it here in the rundown, but of course, I want to remind everyone, Sunday, not Saturday, Sunday is going to be Mayweather versus Paul. I don't know what we're doing on Fight Night, BC, I guess we're going to do a post-fight show, I, I don't really know. Um, oh, well, but, yeah, yeah yes, we're t- one
1: thousand percent doing a post-fight show. Look, okay, okay? but then
0: be- tomorrow, as I mentioned, catch us at the Versace Mansion, and then Friday we're going to be doing the weigh-ins. There's going to be a separate weigh-ins on Saturday, by the way, for everyone on the on the on the uh, undercard. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But there is UFC on Saturday, BC Rosenstrike Jairzinho takes on Augusto Sakai. Um, your level of enthusiasm for this one, BC.
1: Very low, very low comparatively. It's not like I hate the fight, but it's just, it's, you know, it, it's, uh, it's Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch, you know, in terms of the comparison to the overall schedule at the moment. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah, Barry Williams, I'm still coming for you, as the, as the viewers keep reminding me. Justice for my sister, uh, but Luke, I will say that uh, yeah, I I don't care a lot as much as I want to see where exactly Zeno is going to be at based on this fight, and uh, you know there's some questions to be answered, all that good stuff, Luke. But uh, are you do you have your X's and O's out? Uh, have you made both are coming off well? of
0: losses? You have Sakai coming off of the Overeem loss. You have Rosenstrike uh, coming off of the Cyril Gone fight. Um, so they're trying to get right. I think that the hand speed of Rosenstrike, especially to the Augusto Sakai from the who he was in Bellator to now is massively improved but he's still a little bit uh by the numbers whereas I think Rosa Strike is a little bit more free-flowing that should make a difference in terms of shot selection which should make a difference in terms of who gets hurt, hurt more over the course of that fight but Sakai could take him down in which case you know Rosa strikes get up so not that great so um that's a winnable fight in either direction the one that I've got my eye on BC we no one talks about this kid and every time I've seen him I've been impressed um, even when he had a couple of tough moments, and he's the real deal in terms of prospects. Miguel Baeza is going to take on Santiago Ponzanibio. Now Ponzanibio was gone for two years, came back, fought the leech, lost, and so now he's taking on Miguel Baeza. Baeza is a black belt, young guy that his uh, teammates pejoratively, but you know, almost still lovingly call him Chocolate Thunder, I believe, or some Puerto Rican Thunder. I got to get his name right here. I want to make sure it's Caramel Thunder. Excuse me, Caramel Thunder. Dude, he is awesome. And even when he's had tough moments, he has battled through. He's undefeated. Here's his UFC run. On the Contender Series, he beat Victor Reyna by unanimous decision to win. It was a catchweight fight. His opponent had missed weight. Then he debuts against Hector Aldana. TKOs him in two. Matt Brown TKOs him in two. Takashi Sato submits him inside two. He's from MMA Masters. Smart kid. Hard-nosed fighter. I like him a lot, man. I think he's got future title contender written all over him.
1: That's a tough fight. That's a tough-ass fight for him. So I'll be interested to follow that recommendation and watch it. Luke, I tend to care... About the sloppier stuff, like I, I, Walt Harris versus Martine Tiber and the Co Main is certainly going to tell us where <laughs> Harris is at. But uh, am I wrong to be this excited about Tanner Boser against Alir Latifi? I mean, that's the kind of no, kind of slop. That's a good that's one. Kind of sloppy shit I'm into. Also, Montana De La Rosa, the women's flyweight, in potentially that preliminary main event against uh, against Lipsky, Luke. I, I, I've been watching her development, and uh, she's becoming a good fighter, Luke
0: uh francisco Trinaldo on the prelim cards taking on muslim Salakov, that should be fun and then if you're into it makwan amir khani back on this card as well uh the rest of it you can take it or leave it uh also uh coming up this weekend bc i don't have a strong opinion about it i can't imagine our audience gives a fuck about the vacant wba interim heavyweight title fight between yeah, daniel yeah. dubois and bogdan danu but if you'd like to tell them about it you may
1: no WBA stop scamming the system with all these extra belts just stop like like f- like fucking stop it already like like you know what I mean well more on that later in the show Luke good
0: all right real quickly let me get this read in hey morning combat listeners Luke Thomas here and I want to let you know about what's on CBS Sports HQ this week as always oh, CBS unnatural. Sports HQ is the network to start your sports news day at 8 a.m. Eastern, by the way, with morning buzz, an hour of highlights, news, and all the day's needs to know. And come back or leave us on all day at 6 p.m. when we break down all the night's action and release dozens of picks from the best analysts and cappers in the sports world. And this week is a fun one. The K. Gorlaso crew will be in Denver reporting all week on the CONCACAF Nations League and all things U.S. Men's National Team. And our pal Pete Prisco will be on HQ dropping his annual top 100 players in the NFL list. That's on Tuesday, but something tells me going to be talking about it all week. Of course, Tuesday's already passed. This read is no longer relevant. And, of course, we'll have Paul Mayweather coverage. Actually, it's Mayweather, Paul. College football recruiting updates, Belmont Stakes picks, and all the things hockey and NBA playoffs. How to watch HQ? It's easy. Go back to Tuesday. You'll figure it out. Otherwise, go to your Roku, Apple TV, Fire TV, any of your connected TVs, and look for that CBS Sports app. Fire it up. Check out HQ, the only 24-7 free sports streaming network that's back in time. Luke, yes. Okay. You know, we there could
1: we could dress that whole read up a lot better. We could almost make it a little like acting skit, back and forth, and trick through viewers and listeners into like into our little sneaky web, and then you know, hey, Kick Galasso, it's great, and all that stuff. Luke, wait, that wasn't a repeat of the. Uh that thing, right? That was I was just having fun there with that voice, Luke. Um, yeah, but so you're uh, not you know,
0: karate chopping the air to show your anti Asian hostility.
1: Yeah, you were. St- you were instead. You're just like like <laughs> spitting into a bucket. Like, and then you can watch a real wolf. So you know, hopefully, people were moved by that overdue and uh, ill ill dated uh, uh, advertisement. Hey, Luke, how about this shirt from Retro Kid? I mean, come on, right? Yeah. What, what are we doing here? It's
0: you know? pretty cool. Uh, stand up can you, so they can see the bottom because there is red at the bottom, right?
1: yeah 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 not bad not bad here
0: okay yeah that's not cool bad. not bad that's at all. cool yeah that's good that's a good one that's a great shirt i love it uh all right bc we usually do it on mondays we didn't have a monday show it's time for have you seen this shit take it away
1: thank you there's just too much shit to, to do the wheel right now i gotta i gotta round this up i thank you everyone for populating my dms with this it's the wild then the wacky uh the inside and the out whatever we say ahead of time you know it's, it's weird videos <laughs> It's Have You Seen the Shoot. Oh, God, my rear end. Oh, God, Oh God! a special holiday week one. Luke, have you ever heard of unbeaten British junior welterweight Harlem Eubank? Well, well, know him now from this knockout. Good God.
0: <laughs> was it a check left hook as the guy was coming in? He just sent his ass to the land of wind yeah, and that ghosts. Was
1: like, that was like reverse smelling salts. It's like, you know, he tasted that. It was Overlook. I mean, he was... He was out upon contact. So, uh, we'd mentioned wow. Luke uh, Devin Haney's uh, polarizing victory that brought love and concern. Here's Ryan Garcia, his amateur rival and hopeful future foe, uh, ripping him on the internet. Didn't did? <laughs> he slapped you. Fight, <laughs> but I'm sorry, Devin. I would have KO'd you. He slapped you. Fight, <laughs> but I'm sorry, Devin. I would have KO'd Listen, you. Didn't Luke, he gotta just that. take
0: a mental health break from the sport?
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, he did. I mean, I don't take that lightly. Hopefully it was sincere and, and, and he's going to do good. But uh, they got to make that, Luke. They're both with the zone. Make the fight, right? You got to make that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah you got to do that one.
1: Good God. So let's keep the train rolling. Luke, I know you got a hard on over Gable Stevenson like everyone else. He won gold at the Pan Am Games, and he's just throwing dudes. I mean, this is just, you know.
0: Dude, they Your can't. Thoughts? They can't. These these motherfuckers in Latin America and Canada, <laughs> you just take the just take the L. Y'all are not beating this kid. <laughs> he is. It is the, oh look, the guy he's wrestling is from Colombia. You think in Colombia they've ever seen a guy like Gable Stevenson just run through their ass like this? No, no. chance. No, no chance. chance. This motherfucker That's, chops yep. off heads to take necklaces. I mean, y'all don't want it with him. Just just tap.
1: You'll see. You'll see much more competitive matchups in the crowd at sporting events, which is a good transition period. We had a few of them here, Luke. Two chicks at one time at the old, brand new Comiskey, Luke. Check this out. Let's see. Oh,
0: wow. Oh, she's got oh, a guard, though. Let's right? see. Let's see the guard.
1: <laughs> no, no. Was that an armor? Dude, it's like a game.
0: Dude, you know what it is? It's like a game of Twister where someone won't give up. I had left hand red. <laughs> no alcohol was consumed Luke
1: in the and uh, the sparking of this fight I'm sure can we hold like, right. before
0: you go to the next video hold on before we go to the next video we should talk about this for a second dude people are on edge airline flight violence is up where American and Southwest will not serve alcohol I don't know how recent this clip is but NBA games have been a show crime is up across the country probably the world in fact uh because there was lockdowns basically everywhere Dude, I'm going out of my way to be, like, extra nice to people. What does an extra <laughs> thank you or please hurt this world? I'm not trying to yes. fistfight someone at the, yes. at the line at Macy's. You understand? I'm trying to get no, in and right.
1: People are ready to go zero to 60. And, you know, there's obviously some uh, parts of the pandemic run that were, that were very tough on people financially, mental health-wise, all that. So uh, uh, it feels like, Luke, remember in high school? I mean, my wife thinks I'm making this up. In high school, when it was a full moon... There would be, like, 10 to 13 fights that day. Like, I don't know what the connection is, Luke. No one's out back barking at it. But, I mean, it would, like, there would be something in the air. I feel like there's something in the air, you know, for every day now.
0: Would you intervene here?
1: Uh, no. I don't know. No, I don't no. know. Luke. Oh,
0: Hell yeah. no. Hell no.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know. Fight whatever. it out. All right. Fight it I would out. I stay... I would stay away from four guys wearing Luka Doncic jerseys, Luke. Check out this parking lot fight after a Mavs playoff game.
0: See, everyone's in line trying to leave. No, oh. Nowitzki
1: was better, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you didn't say oh, that, Oh, right? you
0: fat fucks. What are you? Uh, oh. <laughs> oh.
1: Counter right from hell right there. Yes. Look at that guy trying to break it up. He's the, the other Luka jersey guy I was like, this is enough. This, this Bro, is look, at this. look at this.
0: Look at this. i've been here have you ever gone to a sports venue and you parked and then uh i have and then you're just in line forever trying to exit and it's because someone didn't pay their ticket ahead of time so they have to put it in the thing where the thing goes up and down but it's not reading their card and then they have to call the person to come help them with the machine i fucking hate those people so i don't know who's who here but hopefully it's the guy that got slept
1: yeah, Luke. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Waiting. Dude, in this line is why. No like, bullshit.
0: No bullshit, like dude. I haven't, gone, say, I haven't gone. Obviously, I was like, I haven't gone because it's been the pandemic. But no bullshit. I used to go to Caps games and Wizards games all the time because tickets were well, Caps were expensive, but Wizards were pretty cheap. Dude, every time I go, I take the fucking metro, or I'm taking an Uber. I'm not parking at the well then the Verizon Center because you get shit Suck like this. Up, you get Luke. people who don't but know how do to live shit. in society. No. Pay your yes. ticket ahead of time, fuck faces. Well, I've never done
1: that, so you can you can you can suck on that one, Luke, all you want. But uh, yeah, we right. got to get out of this. It wasn't the only violence we saw in the NBA over the past week, Luke. Check out this flagrant foul from Anthony
0: Davis. <laughs> I saw this, dude. Oh. Understand something? The game had just started when he landed this. The score was who's that? Jay Crowder. The score was zero zero. <laughs> They had to stop the game because on the first real attempt of a shot, which, by the way, Anthony Davis missed, he kicked this guy straight in the balls. Can you imagine being kicked in the balls by, like, a seven-footer like this? That probably fucking hurts, man.
1: Dude, it looks a lot like Mitrion Tim Johnson won, right? I mean, this is tip on tip right here, Luke, all right? Uh, Let's keep it going here. Uh, Look, sometimes, Luke, your balls are overheated, all right? Check out this guy called Donati, the soccer player in Germany. This is how he cooled off, Luke. I mean I mean who hasn't had swamp ass on a summer day, right, Luke? You know you've never done this move before
0: <laughs> I mean in front right, of another woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke <laughs> Usually the foods are going the other direction. Oh uh, well Luke uh, um uh, while Tyron Woodley will bear all against uh, Jake Paul some night in August, he also was in the news this week when he bared all in Miley's Lee's new R&B video. Did you see this art, Luke?
0: Uh, for about 10 seconds, yeah. It's
1: very, yeah. Uh, it's very, sensi- very uh, would you say scandalous or just sexy, Luke?
0: You know, it's, I wouldn't call it, it's not scandal what they did. Uh, but, you know, I don't, I don't. There's lots of things in life I don't need to see. This would okay. be, be up on the top of the list. Uh spin off
1: conversation about a
0: feast or that's just in a,
1: just just inconsiderate inconsiderate luke all right Listen, uh, luke another for- they're gonna
0: save this they're gonna save that question when he's up on stage talking to us at the whatever event we host for that you're gonna have to answer for it so
1: that's probably fair that's probably they probably have the video ready for him there's no doubt about it luke uh tyron wasn't the only former ufc champion who bared all on social media luke uh ronda rousey's reaction here like she should be arrested for this shit like she's get she's got she's got gross tendencies sometimes online luke okay my, is my, my over- second
0: <laughs> favorite meat he's put in my mouth. Can can Twitter ban her, please?
1: <laughs> okay, apparently not. Let's keep it going here. Here's some weekend windshield warriors, Luke. Uh, the, you know, car, car windshields should have weight limits, Luke. This is not a, you know, this didn't end well. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh,
0: shit. Oh, Big lady. Wow, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if she saw off the earbag there, but that's a uh, well, wow. Well, you, you can't
0: hear funny. her. You can't hear her, BC, but Violetta is here, and she's pointing at the screen, and she's going, cow, cow.
1: Oh, come on, Vio, that's not right. All right. Uh, Luke, this next clip I think we showed before, but I laughed really hard all over again. I think it was on last year, but excuse me while I kiss the sky for this guy right here, Luke. This is great.
0: It's just <laughs> so good. <laughs> hey there, uh, <laughs> Foot loose, foot loose. Kick off your
1: Sunday shoes. Uh, sometimes people don't realize we've had these on before, and they're so excited to share it with me. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? That could probably wow. be. That could probably come back again. Luke, uh, this maybe could have been a fan submission, but there's a follower we have, Jonathan Cordy, who can play a mean jazz gitter. Check out this video he made. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I don't know where why the Brendan Schaub pick is there at the end, Luke. But that's some web scream level planning and execution, correct?
0: It's pretty good. I have to admit. I don't know what that guitar is called, but he looks very comfortable playing it.
1: Yeah, I didn't know this guy Cordy was the next Al Di So shout out there on that. I'm playing those jazz licks, uh, Luke. Time for some white people, right? They always make us laugh. Uh, Luke, we can turn anything these days into a bong, right? <laughs> I mean, look, first of all, this guy's great. Just look at him, Luke. But uh,
0: I mean, he's got he's got no teeth. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. That's something. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. oh, boy.
0: <laughs> is this the uh, this this is Florida, right?
1: Yeah, I (laughs) don't. Are those those Volusia County plates over there? Where is that, Luke? Uh, Yeah, I mean this is
0: this is the kind of dude I saw a story once for Florida Man. We had a show on my, we had a game on my old radio show BC called Florida Man, not Florida Man. And they would read us headlines, and there was one. It was a guy who was like using an animal to like a bong, very similar to this one. But what really got him done was that he went to a park and was kicking swans in the head for karate practice. That got him hemmed up, so here we go. This gentleman right here must be that guy. Some people think, Luke, you're racist because you don't like
1: uh, the crazy white people who show up on, the, on this segment every week, Luke.
0: <laughs> no, 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 I, I, uh, I'm not racist. I'm just quite hateful against um, basically okay. every person, but okay. especially people like this.
1: Well, Luke, the uh, Fresh Prince is so excited about lifting weights with gloves that he wants to dance for you about it, Luke. Just rubbing it in on you, right?
0: I know. People always send me shit like, this guy's wearing gloves. I'm like, yes. And they pee sitting down. This doesn't change anything.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you wipe standing up, so I wouldn't get too deep in that yeah, conversation. I, I- un-
0: unlike you, I don't walk around shifting my rear end because it's itchy all day. I'm good to go. I'd like to see you challenged to fight every man who lifts
1: weights with gloves on, if you're going to take that stance that hard. Here's another one, Luke.
0: Okay. All right. What am I going to say? I mean, first of all, are those even gloves gloves? What are those? Are those wraps? I don't know, Luke. But is, that it, is it a video or is Jumaya? it just a still image?
1: I think it's just a still from his Instagram account. Po- okay? I can't
0: quite see because the picture's not great. It's possible those are just wraps. But when I see Kamzat, I'm going to have to have a conversation with my like, look Kamzat. You're the manliest man I know. you got to let go of the gloves, player. we yeah. got to get you up. Yeah. On. No one taught this man right. i gotta, I got to help him.
1: All right. I bet you Habib doesn't use gloves. I bet you that uh, hardcore. All right, Luke. Uh, look, I don't like, you know, it's summertime, so people are going to, with the loud engines and motorcycles, are going to jack up the noise. But do you have, it's at some point, does game respect game here, Luke? Watch this trick. This guy pulled off in, like, a full dresser. Uh not easy,
0: Luke. Yeah, do you know what they call them here in this part of the country? There's no. actually a movie about it. They, a real movie. They call it the, a documentary. They call them 12 o'clock boys. And you see them all over the place doing this.
1: I mean, this is This like, is common
0: this, in Baltimore.
1: I mean, you're Baltimore asking to die... Allies. It's like free solo climbing Yosemite, right? Like, you, you know, you're asking to die, but this is pretty... Uh, the technique is strong here, Luke. The, the force is strong. Yeah, I mean, he's
0: not wearing a helmet, and he's doing something incredibly dangerous. If you, lo- I, I, So I wanted to get a motorcycle when I was, like, 26, 27, and then I looked up the accident rates and the insurance rates uh, for, like, young men, uh, let's say 18 to 29 or so, who have motorcycles. Dude, they all get in fucking crashes, one way or the other, so... Luke, you, you know, may have you like just this lost kind of thing, good luck, but. huge
1: man card points with most of our audience. I, I'm not saying like, like I I mean, I grew up with my dad owning like, you know, five, six motorcycles at a time. It just wasn't my thing. But people are going to hear you bring up that and, 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 and they're going to write bad things about you in the comments, Luke.
0: Yeah, I don't care about that because, dude, listen, here's the thing. Riding motorcycles, even me, getting tattoos, blah, blah, blah. None of that stuff really makes you a man. And being bad about risk management is not... Manly, unless there's a very good reason to do it, this guy probably has been hit in the head with an axe handle or a tire iron too many times to know better. So I forgive him.
1: Wow. All right, Luke. How about we try something much safer, like skateboarding, Luke? All right, skater dices and oh, check fuck. this out, Luke. It's going to be tough on the old uh, ball and chain. <laughs> God. Oh my God. That is uh... a yeah. collect call for you, sir. That is something, right? Wow. Yeah, you it's, know it's what? Your you know what? That is
0: that is not, You know, listen. If he can't breed later, I, I consider that a win-win.
1: <laughs> oh, na- now you're calling this natural selection, Luke? Let's keep it rolling here. Uh, <laughs> see, skateboards are not only dangerous for you, Luke. They're dangerous for your friends as well.
0: Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah hold that bah. yeah that is, that is a chin checking moment right there uh, wow uh, oh look at, the, look at the oh my god oh, wow I didn't see this part of the video that dude oh there's some yeah, hold that that shit, bro. yeah that's bad that's bad alright let's keep it going Luke this has got to be a reminder of what your life used to be like living single in New York and DC coming back home from the bar you know you get knocked down <laughs> you don't get up again though Luke <laughs> alright she took a whisker drink. She took a vodka drink, Luke. She definitely took a lager drink, all right? Bop. about the cider? Oh,
0: to just, just sleep there, young lady. Just sleep on the ground. <laughs> You'll be all right.
1: <laughs> Let's keep it going here. Luke, regional MMA, you know anything can happen. Check out Keith Peterson, the uh, all-business referee who smells like uh, bitches and hoes. Look at this, Luke.
0: Is that Keith Peterson? Doesn't look like him.
1: Uh, it was tweeted as that. I don't have confirmation actually, but it was tweeted as. It, Keith it might Peterson. be. It might, I'm not I, saying no. it's
0: not. I'm not saying it's not. I just don't know.
1: I did very little research to confirm that beyond making a joke, Luke. But look at this fighter uh, with the with the punch attempt. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm guessing he lost this bout.
1: It's a full contact sport, Luke. Okay, all right. There it is. Let's keep it rolling here, Luke. Uh, pranks is and I mean, I don't a- agree with abusing old people, Dude, Luke,
0: but. you love elder abuse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Luke, I'm going to guess it's not the first time that's happened to her, Luke, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. There's, there's Luke's uh, grandma. Here's Luke's father uh, every time Luke tries to update him on the goings of his career.
0: Yeah, yeah. Although he wouldn't even put on the effort to put on the shirt, so that wouldn't work either. Dude, actually That guy me, smiles Do you, do you know, well. uh, listen, does anyone besides my wife and then, you know, people who come to my house, does anyone you would think in my family know that I'm going to Miami today or that I'm going at all this week? What do you think?
1: No, no, no. Your brother does no idea. He doesn't care, Luke. They He's don't have, they don't, of-
0: they, if I took a flight to the maldives or maybe even mars they wouldn't know they legitimately would not know
1: all right all right (laughs) if you committed a horrible crime in which the cameras went to their house they'd be like you know i really talked to the guy in a while you know what i mean i mean he probably (laughs) could have done it i have have no idea
0: all right they'd be like dude they'd be like they'd be like the listen guy lots of people have the last name thomas don't assume things
1: yeah yeah luke you know that white people are going to white so uh you know Get some of this, Luke, okay?
0: Let me guess. She's gonna take some stupid risk? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing though, Luke. We could we could call out white people all the time, but this white chick at least had the guts. Our final clip, Luke, speaking yeah, first of the First white... of all, she's kind of
0: she's kind of fit, first of all, number one. And number two, I will say this. I'll give her credit. Bro, she didn't she didn't hide from it. She went face first into the fucking water and uh, She didn't dip her toe into
1: hell She was willing to
0: fall in But Luke did she have more guts
1: than Dana White That time in, in YMI Let's check out this uh, fan submitted vacation video
0: Dude look at these cliffs They're not that big <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty small bro It's pretty small <laughs> I got to tell you, it gets that, that, that episode gets more revealing by the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rachel, Rachel Ostevich, Luke, who not only competed that jump during that episode, uh, she is signed with BKFC and is fighting Paige Van Zandt next on June 23rd, Luke. I think it's a, is it like the, isn't it a Friday night? Is that June or July? July 23rd. Isn't it the night before Fury Wilder 3? Um, I don't know if you care about that fight, Luke, but that's the shit for the week. There you go. Well, they already okay. fought. There they
0: fought go. at UFC, uh, the first, I think, one ever on ESPN+. Plus, But uh, right. that's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, BC. So we've done that. So ooh, fan submissions, BC. Why don't we get to them?
1: Yes, yeah, a special wild uh, episode of just jamming this stuff in before Luke goes to the doctor. Uh, you know, at gmail.com is your home for sending in your pictures, artistic works, whatever you got. Here we go. Fan submissions we've got mail pedro d is first he says hope the third time around this pick gets loaded properly otherwise i tried reaching out to the mk twitter page because of technical difficulties can we zoom in on this What what is pedro trying to tell us this time luke that is uh is this a recap of his his wire maintenance
0: his cable management I have to tell you, looks dramatically better. I don't know. I don't quite remember what it looked like before, but he's got it going on this time. Well done, sir.
1: Alright, last time he was called out hardcore for that. So let's keep it going. A nice retribution moment there. Maybe you can unblock more people on uh, Twitter today, Luke, just for just to spread it. Noel C. says, Hi, boys. I've been slowly been introducing my daughter to all things martial arts movies from my childhood. She has since become a big JCVD fan. I've also been teaching her how to kick since she was three, and now that she's older, we have a great time training together. This is wholesome, Luke. Please have a look at the, uh, at the screensaver she made for her school computer. Keep up the great work, Donks. Noel From Boston or Noel, Noel, Noel. It's a man. It's a man. This is Noel, Luke. Okay,
0: that's awesome. Can you full screen all into it? Hell of a split there. Well done.
1: Wearing the MK merch like she's Bill and Jen at Canyonlands National Park. Loving that right there. All right good good shit thank you noah noel jp sliding in again from nova scotia he says thanks a billion for getting my post on the show last week really appreciate it i was messaging with bc after Friday's show and he told me to send in my merch 1.0 pictures i attached a couple love the content pretty awesome hope all is well and you guys stay safe thank you very much sir jp for the kind words luke he can fill out a uh, extra large hoodie very well right
0: Yes. And that by the way, that scene that, that scene in the background there, Jesus, this guy's living nice.
1: Yeah, Lily Lake, Nova Scotia is where he, he so he's probably my fourth favorite Canadian. A L- little bit overcast but the
0: but the but the water looks awesome.
1: I think that's how they get in that area of the country. Uh, Chance M says, welcome to Florida, Luke and Brian. My wife Kimberly and I were out representing MK this Memorial Day at American Icon Brewery in Vero Beach, Florida. Full-on tip-to-tip yeah. tip in the South Florida sun. If you're ever this way, we'd love to buy you around. We're drinking American Icon's Light My Fryer Black Cherry, and it's delicious. Look forward to all the great content. From Chance and Kimberly Morrow, Chance is a.k.a. Luke, the greatest MMA fighter you've never seen. That's what Stephen Thompson's uncle is calling himself. Luke, uh, these are fine Americans, right? I'm sure they, after uh, exiting the Capitol steps, they they uh, fit into that medium there. Chance looks good, right?
0: It looks good. It's a nice shirt. I'm glad they're wearing it. The beer looks tasty as shit, I'm not going to lie. Outside, uh, this, is, this is what life is supposed to be like, BC. That's how it's supposed to be lived, yeah. right there.
1: Yep, Chance probably a big Canelo fan, loves all gingers. Big shout out to him as well. Let's keep this going here, Luke. Mr. Jack says, hey guys, big fan of the show from Melbourne, Australia. This meme is for Luke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, yeah. That is fucking great. Get the fuck out of my house, ho. Yes. Well well done, well timed too.
1: Uh, Animesh S says, hey, Luke, showing this younger self-pick from Marine Days on the live chat.
0: (laughs) I don't know if you know this yet, BC, but uh, someone asked me on the live chat, like, don't you feel like you're a fair, like a human human life version of uh, Brian from uh, Family Guy? And there's a lot of overlap that you just sort of couldn't ignore. So I said yes. But in reality, what they were doing with this picture was, dude, I showed a picture of my wedding day and I, I said it on the chat. I'm like, look, man, I'm not saying this is Luke Rockhold, but I am saying from this to now, I'm, you know, I'm aging like it's a contest. I'm so fucking washed. It's unbelievable. But that's a funny little Photoshop. I, I like it. It's good.
1: One more for you. It's Todd M. He says, this could be the official drink of morning combat or maybe even MMA. <laughs> it goes great with a gas station hot dog and some moonshine. Oh, Gaff, you got to full screen that. What is this saying? thing? Oh, and they, boy. they put yeah, I mean, you on
0: Roy Nelson
1: wow <laughs> when life gives you lemons dude, make they them didn't, pink dude, wow
0: they didn't, even, they didn't they didn't even put you on ufc roy nelson or ifl roy nelson they put you on bellator roy nelson
1: yeah that's a low blow from todd m right there but look you have to say with the uh very artificial brown it kind of uh, offsets my country time pink very well here look
0: okay a little bit a little bit the beard's yeah. a little amish but you know it's okay
1: That's fair. That's fair. To close, Luke, uh, odds and ends. We're mixing all the elements of each Monday and Wednesday show together here, except for the damn wheel. My odds and ends are easy, Luke. We already are excited. Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence Jr., the uh, PBC on Fox Pay-Per-View, I believe is what, August 21st? Can't wait. But here's the problem with the belts. You already know there's four champions per 17 weight divisions in boxing, and that doesn't even take into account the sins of the WBA, which in... Most weight classes has a regular champion, an interim, a virtual, a Zoom only, a super ridiculous, uh, a franchise. I mean, they got everything, right? They announced that uh, Pacquiao, who was named champion in recess and then was kind of stripped of his WBA welterweight title that he took from Keith Thurman in his last appearance in 2019. Um, and now it was given to your Dennis Uges, who Ugas, who was one of the interim champions at WBA at welterweight. Now they're saying, Luke, that, um, you know, we can very well interst- reinstate Manny just in time for this fight with Spence to make it a real unification. This is why we can't have nice things. It's just one of a many pimple on the ass of boxing that I could spend a minute laughing or crying about, Luke, but... I mean you got no shame. I mean why not why not get in bed with your friends at the WBC who are probably going to make a Mayan sun and moon belt for this as well just to celebrate history. Uh yeah, that's my two cents on boxing's title situation, Luke. Yes, I like to get you excited when it's four belts undisputed and a unification and uh whatever, but uh Luke, that that imitation leather belt that you wear at funerals is probably more uh <laughs> more uh, you know, official than some of these, okay?
0: Okay. Um, for my odds and ends, very quickly, I consider this quite good news. Congratulations to the people of Huntington Beach as Tito Ortiz has resigned from the city council there. Now, I'll say one thing in his defense, and I mean this sincerely. I don't know how true the claim is, but he has said that somebody had threatened his kids, or you know, something along those lines, his family anyway. If that is true, that is obviously reprehensible, and no one in their right mind would ever say anything to support that, uh, and I, nor, nor would I. However, this guy was in over his head to the most insane degree. He was the worst public servant that probably could have been elected, so they shouldn't have elected him in the first place, but at least now the 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 balance has been somewhat uh, adjusted more equitably towards people who need competent governance, which he is simply not capable of, either by his inability to wear a mask, just even to show up to a fucking meeting or attend a place of business and uh, understanding the issues. He found the reading of the issues boring, which he was putting on in social media when he first got the job. So probably better that he's not there than he is there. So good riddance to him.
1: Wow, that was sick. There was a uh, nice, swift backhand to the face of American justice and, and an organized local government, and uh, Tito Ortiz and his family's reputation. So, thank you very much, Luke.
0: No, again, if you're anyone who is threatening his family, if that's real, then that's insane. But no, uh, I, no
1: I'm not. I'm not saying that. I his record, right.
0: his record as a yeah. city councilor, is abysmal. He needed to go. So good, I'm glad he's gone. Um, all, right. all right, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, that's it,
1: Luke. But, uh, you know, look, there's gonna. when, when are we going to put a room service diaries out in the world?
0: So I was thinking about this. Not tonight, but I think tomorrow night we'll record it. Because when we record it later in the week, we're way too washed and we don't have any energy. We need to do it right after the day where we're on the Versace red carpet at the Versace mansion. Excuse me. <clears throat> and... After we host all that, we see all that craziness. I think that night we should do it. We'll hold on to it. We'll save it, and then we'll put it up probably on Monday for folks to watch as we travel, or maybe Tuesday, something like that. I think that's the plan. You, you down with that? I'm down with that. I, what time? Do you know what time that
1: stream starts? I want to make sure our fans realize this will be on the live on the uh, I believe the Showtime Sports YouTube channel. It's your boys here from Morning Combat hosting a like a media red carpet gala type event at the Versace Mansion and uh, in yes. south beach there luke and we're going to be dressed ridiculously and going to having a lot of fun while also chatting with floyd mayweather chatting with logan paul talking with the you know those associated with this fight there's supposed to be some celebrity appearances potentially so this could be a a fun shit show luke uh ahead of this fun fight
0: 1 p.m eastern 1 p.m eastern It'll be on the Showtime Sports YouTube channel. I wish they would do a simultaneous one here at MK. I don't think that they will. So Showtime Sports YouTube channel, 1 p.m. Eastern, tomorrow, that'll be Thursday, June 3rd. Me, BC, they're calling it the official main event media availability with Floyd and Logan Paul at the Versace Mansion. So um, that's where we'll be, that's where we'll be.
1: Two white dads take over South Beach and they're washed. So more news at 11, can't wait, (laughs) don't miss. Nothing nothing says more
0: Miami than two overweight white dads. (laughs)
1: that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, great uh doc 3.0 morning combats uh, mayhem at mohegan whatever they're going to call it check that check for that in the next uh day no next 12 hours maybe uh yeah our merch line is coming but you know you're not going to believe that until you see that so i'll make you a believer all right thank you
0: okay uh as a reminder if you want to try showtime you can showtime.com 30-day free trial if you like it you can keep it if not you can bounce you've already seen the email here we are on social media we'll be updating everyone on social whether that's twitter or instagram as you'll note we have slightly different names between them so please take a screenshot or give us a follow if you haven't already morning combat mercifully same name everywhere email twitter instagram uh and youtube youtube.com slash morning combat uh and that's it for right now we have a ton of stuff to get to this week dude there's gonna be a shitload of content coming your way we gotta catch a bird i gotta go see a medical md everything's good just getting a checkup. i'm good to go but i gotta get it in bc i'll see you either tonight or tomorrow morning good sir
1: all right hopefully you got a covid ass test look get that area cleaned up too okay please
0: hey i'm a stander don't worry if it's clean back there for me you are the one with the (laughs) dirty old butt cheeks
1: all right, that, that's all right. Sorry, Gaff. For it's that, Gaff for, for Mulca,
0: for Showtime, for CBS Sports, I'm Luke Thomas. Until next time, all your gains be loyal.